your hand. Yeah. Everybody, this freight train. I'm with Mark and Allen on their podcast show. I just captured winning my match here in Rockway, New Jersey against former WWF superstar Lagoon and his two tag team partners with me, Dial Mike and Shotway, a six-man tag against them three clowns. This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans, we marking out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans, we marking out, y'all. Marking out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans, we marking out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans, we marking out, y'all. We're marking out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Wow, what a week it has been to be a professional wrestling fan, but not only a professional wrestling fan, a sports entertainment fan as well. You are listening to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. You can find us at MarkingOut.com, find all of our past episodes, definitely buy some t-shirts because they are going Fast. Also, on you can go, go on iTunes and subscribe. We have our wonderful logo made by our buddy Nick Matocho. Did I get that right, Brandon? I believe so. All right, good. Well, he's the only person that'll tell us if we're saying it right or not. Um, so go on iTunes and subscribe as well. Give us five stars, rate because I know people. The only reason people that rate and subscribe us is because they want plugs on the show. Like the one person that wanted us to make his plug out to somebody. No, you don't like the show. You just want to plug on a, on a podcast. That's it. Uh, anyway, we also have a bunch of other social media you can go to. Facebook.com slash Marking Out. Uh, continue the big discussion there. Twitter.com slash Marking Out. We live, during, we live tweet during a bunch of stuff. And just tweet in general about things. Um, if you want to email us for advertising, for artic- if you want to send us an article, because we posted a great article this week by Michael P.S. Schwartz about the best feud in the WWE ever Stone Cold Steve Austin Vince McMahon so go back to markingout.com and check that out but as I said markingout1 at gmail.com for all of if you want to advertise if you want to sponsor something on the show you know donate money donate money let's be friends because we don't get paid for this and we're just giving you some good honest talk to listen to uh, also, two was was there anything else that I had to plug? Facebook, Twitter, the everything. website, the email. That's great. Awesome. My name is Chris. So you can follow me on Twitter at Chris Sweendog. I'm also sitting here with Dave. Dave, as I always say, how are you this morning? Oh, I'm doing great. It is always good to be on the best podcast, best show on Long Island. On Long Island. Keyword. Yes. That's right. As opposed to uh, some other podcasts mentioned. How about in, just uh, in articles. New York in general? New York. New Let's go in the world. In the world. Best in the world. We'll talk about the best in the world in a minute. We're also here with Brandon. You can follow him on Twitter at BTTG161. First question, why the hell would you go see Brett Michaels? Uh, I got bam free tickets. roasted. Not Yum. bam roasted. I got free tickets and Poison's very respectable band. <laughs> yeah, Brett Michael's hairline on the other reason is not respectable. What are you talking about his hairline? It's not balding. Yeah, yeah, no, not at all. That's why he wears the uh, the bandana over his head because he's losing it in the front. AKA always a la he's Shawn Michaels. He's Hulk Hogan it up. Yeah, he is Hulk Hogan. Always wearing up. a bandana. And by the way, I can't hear shit because. It was so fucking loud there last night. Like it's, it was too loud. Where was the show? At Westbury. Really? And it was too loud. I swear to God, I will never say it was too loud for a concert. That was too loud. Well, if you're saying it's too loud, you, it means you're too old. Like I, no, dude, I have ringing in my ears still. It's like that's not okay. Well, you should wear earplugs. Trust me. And you know how many shows and how many like bands I've played in. I always wear earplugs because yeah. Why don't you bring earplugs to that? I bring earplugs to a concert. Why not? Well, that really solves your problem. If you went to go see Merv Griffin, you'd definitely you'd see like eight hundred people wearing earplugs. Is he is he still alive, Merv Griffin? Who's Merv Griffin? I don't know. Probably not. Probably. I don't know who Merv is this, Griffin is. No, who is it? it? It's not a country. He's some sort of singer, but it's not a country oh. act. So Dave doesn't know it. Yeah. All right, let's get on to let's get on to some sports entertainment talk. Let's start the show off this week with some of that night of champions was on sunday start off dave wins the prediction six to five Hell to you. five 
And let's start off with the YouTube pre-show. A battle royal to face Antonio Cesaro later that night on the pay-per-view itself. And by all of us, we were all shocked because Zack Ryder won the number one contendership to face Antonio Cesaro. I have to apologize to my family because I it was during Rosh Hashanah dinner, so I had to pick up. It was, as they were serving dinner, I just picked up, walked over to my computer, and tossed it on. It's just like, I'm sorry, I got to do business. <laughs> Let me be. I was We were driving home from Rosh Hashanah dinner, and I'm looking on Twitter, and I see Zack Ryder trending. I'm like, what did... Uh, oh, wow, I almost broke the fourth wall there. I'm like, what did Zach do now? It's like number one contender. I was like, holy shit. I showed Rachel. She's just like, awesome. Yeah. But yeah, before that, I don't know if I was going to order the pay-per-view, but then once that happened, I was just like, well, shit, I got to order it now. But the best part was on ZTIS is, uh, last week, he was talking about how he's like the king of battle royals and showed he like is. them winning as the major brothers, them winning a he, bunch of he, other times. He won on ECW for the um, a champ, uh, shot at Christian. Yeah, and then he won like two, the, the SmackDown GM, and then yeah. the... Uh, Number one contendership, and then yeah, it was just it was crazy. And the the best part is after that, like WWE.com posted an article about like being the king of battle royals, yeah. which is amazing. Uh, the match itself, going on to the card, was very impressive. I thought these guys both worked very well together. There was the one spot where uh, Ryder caught that European uppercut that he threw up in the air. Well, I was just like, who? Oh yeah, that was a sick spot with him and Cesaro. The entire match was. Good flowing, good match. Yeah, absolutely. Oksana gets the distraction to give uh, Antonio Cesaro the win. But, you know, from all accounts, we were all right on this one. Whoever, you know, I think they're trying to build up Antonio Cesaro. and Oksana didn't distract too much, which I have to give props to uh, Zack Ryder for learning his lesson to stick away from uh, Hoskies. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, a great United States Championship match. Uh, before any even matches started, usually, you know, they say the commentating team will be Jerry Lawler and Michael Cole. We spoke about Jerry Lawler last week. L- luckily, he has touched down in Memphis on Monday. We'll get to, get to him when we talk about Mon- Monday Night Raw in a minute. But we needed a, uh, a suitable replacement for Jerry, the King Lawler, and... It wasn't Mike Adamley. It wasn't Mike Adamley, but suitable, yes, it was, and that being JBL coming out of uh, commentating retirement and commentating night champions this week. Is it just me, or does he look like thin? He does look thin. Like really, he's in the best shape of his life since his twenties. He said, I think. Yeah, because he's climbing all those mountains and stuff like that. So you have to have a good. You have to have like a very good cardio health. And be you know you hey, have to for him. be lean and yeah. have fit muscles. Yeah, so, he's very he he got he cut a lot of weight. You know, and living in Aruba where you just get the freshest. Uh, oh, you know. it has to suck to be him. Yeah, right. De- it definitely is the worst. But it was glad to see him on commentary. He yeah. added that very heel like um, commentary that and we haven't seen in a while. I like how he called out a lot of the wrestlers in the ring that were on the mic or just wrestling. And he called out Cole a bunch of times, and I, I liked it. I heard he made the, I, I, I did, correct me if I'm wrong. I, he made like Mil Mascaras references and stuff like that. It was like bashing him. I didn't hear a Mil Mascaras reference. Oh, okay. May have missed it though. Yeah, we met it. But going back to the uh, battle royal, we got to see uh, Ted DiBiase return. Yep, Ted B. You saw Ted DiBiase return. Everybody was in there. Good. Yeah, we had Jinder Mahal, Brodus Clay, Tensai, No Tremperetti. No Tremperetti. How was How was DiBiase looking? He looked like he how he lo- looked when he left. Yeah, and it's 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 a, it's a no, but it's a battle royal too. It's not nah. like you're gonna get like, oh, I need to shine in this match. You know, hook a brother up. Yeah, I don't even know if he was in it for too long. I know the final ones, like final four, were like Brodus Clay, Tensai, Ryder, and maybe Santino. J- no, JTG was it JTG? No, Santino. I don't even think made the top like five. Really? Yeah. All right. Good. All right, let's continue on. Uh, an awesome four corners fatal four way match for the Intercontinental Title with the Miz retaining. Yeah, uh, Sin Cara versus Ray Mysterio versus Miz versus uh, Dusty Rhodes versus Cody Rhodes. Yes, that was one hell of a match to build up more uh, momentum to go into the pay per view. And that was also a great match to start the show off. Oh, I, I really like the ending where yeah. uh, they um, Sin Cara put the mask on the Miz and turned uh, the Miz couldn't see at all, and mm-hmm. then he hit the uh, Cody Rhodes with the what was it? Skull crushing finale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, good. Uh, the Divas Championship was changed. Caitlyn was taken out in the back and was replaced by Eve. Eve is now the new Divas Champion. 
Eh. Cricket. Cricket, cricket, cricket. Well, congratulations to Eve on getting engaged to somebody in the uh, the Gracie family. Hell, yeah. Don't fuck with her. Yeah, right. Shit. Um, as me, probably and... don't fuck with her before even getting engaged. Yeah. Well, now don't fuck with her more now because she's family. Pretty badass them. as is. Uh, the WWE she... Championship ha- changed with uh, Daniel Bryan and Kane, Team Hell No, or whatever you want to call them, uh, are the new tag team champions. Which, I thought that was – I like the the chemistry between these two is just amazing. Yeah. But, you know, here here's the thing that I spoke to you about earlier on the show. This is going to be one of those things because this is such a hot angle right now. Everybody's loving it. This is going to be one of those angles that WWE is going to shove down our throats until we're sick of it. I hope not. Do you think that they should use Harold one more time? Like maybe a random appearance or have him – Accompany to the them to the ring at some point, or maybe in the front row of an audience, just cheering them on. I think it's more they're going to use Doctor Shelby a lot more. But do you think Harold, with the amount of exposure that Sky has received off of this, do you think that they should? I mean, there was I think a lot of people. We want Harold friended. Week after week, a lot of people are calling for Harold. Like David said, he's trending. Oh, maybe they'll bring him in a little bit. Yeah. They'll they'll take him out in the middle of the ring or something like that. Who knows? But new tag team champions Kofi and our Truth, who have been tag team champions since April, have been thrown. And it Thank looks like goodness. this is going to be a a start to a, a big turnaround in the tag team division. All right, continuing on the uh, one match that's on the card that wasn't for a title, Randy Orton versus Dolph Ziggler, may have been the match of the night. I loved how back and forth this entire match was. You had Orton doing his uppercuts and punches, then Ziggler would come right back at him with some stiff shots. Yeah, it was it was a back and forth, very stiff match. But surprisingly, well, it's not to Brandon and Dave, Randy Orton gets the win on a pay-per-view, which says a lot because you're having Dolph Ziggler, who's your money in the bank, who's going to be like your next big top heel, lose to Randy Orton. Randy Orton, you know, is established. What is he going to, what's the big payoff from this? I don't see this being a smart payoff. I think Ziggler should have beaten Orton cleanly and it would have definitely pushed Ziggler a little bit more and established himself a little bit for uh, a little bit more. And Orton going off to film, what is it? 12 rounds again or 13 rounds? 12 rounds were loaded. Yeah. 12 and a half rounds, something like that. I don't, I don't think it's smart. Ah. Yeah. I mean, there's really no reason for Randy Orton to be winning at all. Okay, yeah, but this could this could be for Do- this could be better for Dolph Ziggler, and when we get to Raw. I'll mention that. Uh, you had the World Heavyweight t- Title that match. match. Was that the match with Orton that you posted, Dave? What? Was oh, that the we- match that you posted with Randy Orton. That's what you wanted to talk about. I can't believe we totally forgot that. Apparently, United Champions Randy Orton was not acting like a face at all. Oh yeah, no, he apparently flipped off the like the front row was giving him a lot of hell, and then during. When he was doing his little Orton hype up or pump yeah. up stuff, he'd spun around and flip them off. I mean, a you're trying to be a face. Yes, I know Randy Orton has been pushing himself tr- to try to be a heel for the longest time, but your face acts like a face. Don't just because you know a lot of people are giving you some shit in the front row. But that's what wrestling is. But isn't I mean just doing that? I feel like it's so childish. And even if you want to be a heel. That is not the way to go about it. You don't force yourself to be a heel. You don't force your company to make you a heel. You do what the fuck they say. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, who, who gives him the authority to do something like this? And or also, try to look at. Look, I guarantee you, Warrior Warrior gave him that power. Warrior Warrior. All right, now let's have Chris finish what you were saying. No, what the hell's Warrior Warrior? I don't know. The ultimate fucking warrior. Oh. His name is now. It's Warrior Warrior. Okay. Oh, okay. He was, he was an asshole, a dick. I know, but there was a lot of people that came before. All right, all right, Brandon. Yeah, there's a lot more people. Uh, But this is why Randy Orton is not the poster boy for the WWE. Like, look at John Cena. John Cena is a face. When John Cena is, and look at all the shit that he gets about it. Is he sitting there, like, getting frustrated with people and flipping them off? He laughs. He laughs. That's what you have to do. You have to laugh it off. You got people in the front row that are booing you. There's a guy, there's one guy that comes to, like, a bunch of WWE events wearing a We Hate Cena shirt and sits in the front row and Cena laughs at him and he takes, takes pictures, pictures with, with him. him. Like, in, in, as Kane said, embrace the hate. You know, don't like, be... And then this is coming off of a, a suspension. He's going on his third strike or, as I think, his fourth strike. And I think it's just dumb. You have the front office really not too happy about how you're acting. The guy has anger issues. Yeah. He has a problem. He needs to get help. If there's somebody in anger that should 
be required to do anger management that's not on TV, it's Randy Orton. He can talk to Dr. Shelby if he wants. He, I think, he seriously I think needs it, to. I think it's because he was pushed to the max. As like as pushed he to the debuted. Max. No, no, he debuted and had like a year where it was solid like rookie wrestling. And then just like that, he got injured and came back and was fucking up there. So I know, but they wanted to push him up there. So yeah, but, right, but it's but, like wait, maybe but, he, he got too cocky, headed. Yeah. Well, I mean, I definitely f- agree with you that he probably is cocky, but I still, I, I don't know. I'm kind of taken back that he would reduce himself to flipping. I mean, yes, if it was back in the Attitude Era, fine. Do it. Stone Cold did it. Yeah, all the time. that's also a lot of people were saying like, why was it fine back then, but why isn't it fine now? It's, it's because diff- the fucking it's, product changed. Is, is it? It's PG, and yeah. Linda McMahon is running for office. I don't know if these fans know, but a lot of this Attitude Era is starting to bite Linda McMahon in the ass during a lot of the what is it promo ads or uh, political ads against her. They're using a lot of Attitude Era clips, saying, "Do you want this woman representing you?" Showing her kicking uh, Jim Ross in the balls. Really? And, yeah, that's awesome. No, well, nobody wants a woman that kicks another person in the balls to get what she wants. Yeah, why would you want to watch that? No, but I mean, I'm dead serious. They're using that stuff against her. This is not good. I know. Um, I lost my train of thought here, but that's pretty much the end of it, I think. Yeah, hop one of the Linda McMahon train. Um, oh, the, oh yeah, that was it. The Attitude Era stuff. Um, somebody tweeted to CM Punk. It's like, oh yeah, stop living in the attitude. He, he's I forgot what they said. They're like, oh, if this was the Attitude Era, you would be nothing. And CM Punk just said, stop living in the past. Yeah. Absolutely. Because bringing it back to real life here, too, a lot of people do like, oh, the, the Attitude Era, Attitude Era, Attitude Era. Yes, I know WWE 13 is going to be surrounded by the Attitude Era, but just fucking let it go. It's a new era of wrestling. You know, they're Embrace trying- it. Yeah, embrace it. You know, like, like who was I talking? I was talking I was talking to a buddy of mine yesterday, and we were talking about the Yankees and stuff like that. And he's like, so many Yankee fans live in the past. Oh, look at all these championships we have. I'm... I, I'm a big diehard Yankee fan. We won a lot of championships. Are we going to win it this year? I have no no clue. We have an old team. It happens. Embrace it. Embrace it for what it's worth. We have a good record. We're in a good playoff run right now. Let's continue on with sports entertainment. Alberto Del Rio and Sheamus. Solid match. Sheamus wins. Um, Bro kick was unbanned right before the match. I thought that was dumb. Yeah, yeah, it was unbanned right before the match. Because I thought if it was, if, if, I thought it was still banned. This match would have been a little bit more interesting because you exactly. could have, you could have Sheamus do for his charger for the bro kick and then stop himself, and then maybe Alberto Del Rio hit a quick. I mean, finish the, the match with the clover leaf or something else. Yeah, be do, be a little bit innovative about it. But I thought it was pretty dumb to reinstate it right before the match. Yeah, it. it I feel like it takes a lot about a lot away from the match. Yeah, and that'll uh, add to you know Booker T's evaluation. As a raw general manager, yeah, you suck. All right, nice, nice tights by Sheamus at least, right? Yeah, to, you know, just matches his pale ass skin. I don't know, <laughs> but let's say we're gonna talk about tights. Let's talk about. I don't remember attire too well. Let's talk about the main events. Uh, we talked about it last week that this had a big fight feel to it, and that night it did. John Cena versus CM Punk for the World WWE Championship in what could be classified as a candidate for match of the year. I love. I the don't match. think. I don't think it was match of the year because we've seen a lot of really good wrestling this year. Yeah. Go back Daniel Bryan, CM Punk at um, Over the Limit, uh, Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole. I was about to say that one. That one. You know, a lot of very good wrestling Sarah this Del Rey. year. Sa- yeah, Sarah Del Rey, just in general. Oh, yeah, that, that, yeah. Ma- that match. That, 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 that I was we going to say before the show, that's actually on YouTube now, I think. Really? I think they posted it for free. I have the DVD still, and I'm not. I I can't watch it. I was talking to somebody the day about it because we were so drunk outside, and I want to watch like the the trivia thing that oh, I. Oh wait, you're. Ooh, I want to see it now. Yeah, I, I know if you're on it. I was so wrecked, so wrecked. Anyway, let's continue on. Big fight feel in Boston, Massachusetts, and I think it got got more of a bigger fight feel when CM Punk walks out rocking Yankees tights. Which I went completely and utterly ballistic for. I, I thought that was awesome, and what a way to put yourself over as a heel by going into Boston and wearing Yankee stuff. Being from Chicago, I don't even know if he likes the Yankees. He probably, he probably doesn't. doesn't. He but, probably did it just to get on the skin under the skin of the uh, Red Sox and Boston fans, and it's not obvious. There's some Boston fans from New York, and there's some New York fans from Boston. Exactly, but. What a way to get yourself over as a heel. But did it work? No. no. It didn't work at all because everybody was so behind CM Punk. I, I thought it was hilarious that he, like, everybody thought, like, oh, shit, this is going to be it. 
And nobody fell for it. Everybody still loves punk. Everybody still loves punk. And you got to give credit to John Cena for his new ring gear, too. Yeah, know, supporting the, the uh, Susan G. Coleman Foundation for Breast Cancer Awareness. Yes, I do support that. But I do not support that now, I guess, all the other wrestlers can't wear pink attire. Really? Apparently, that's why Ziggler's not wearing his pink uh, tie-around shirt. That's what, And I guess that's Sandow, one. Sandow won't be wearing his pink uh, spandex, I really? guess. Really? Yeah. And... I mean, it, that's pathetic, though. That's really pathetic sounding. I, I feel like that if more people wore wore pink on WWE TV, it'd be a positive. But message. I I kind of I kind of agree with it on that because you know it's breast ca- once breast cancer awareness month's over. Do you think John Cena is going to flip back to? Uh, I don't even think it started. It's, start, it's, October. it's October. Yeah, it's October. Yeah. So everybody touch some boobies. Yeah. Um. Touch them. Yes. Uh, what was I, I was talking? About? Okay, I was talking about pink stuff. Um. As <laughs> seeing the the yeah. face of your company wearing pink, you kind of want to distinguish him from everybody else. So I kind of see the point there. That's you know, true. they have the the ring rope wrapped in pink too, which pink I think rope, is I think awesome. Is great. You know, I want to buy buy some Cena stuff. I saw my my younger sister. My youngest sister is a big John Cena mark, and I texted her the other day. I'm like, John Cena is wearing pink gear. She goes, Oh my god, where can I get it? And I told her, She's like, Yep, just ordered everything. Huh? Mark, she's not going to listen mark. to this, but uh, okay. But the match itself, awesome, awesome match. I, I love the fact where CM Punk went for the rock bottom. Yes. He, what was he, he was going to do And people are trashing, and people are trashing him about that too. Good. They're supposed to. They're like, oh, use your own moves. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me, but he's supposed to, he's a heel. Someone, someone's like, oh, use your own moves. And then he goes on, on Twitter, goes, yeah, use your own picture as your default uh, Twitter pick. Come on. Uh, <laughs> I was like, yes, awesome. you are the man. Yeah, so obviously he did his job. John Cena. Hating on him. John Cena doing a suicide dive. When did we ever really? see John? Yeah, when did know, we ever see dive. John Cena do a suicide dive? You know this is a big fight aspect to it. I, I love all the false finishes. Yeah, like, from, like one, two. Oh my god! Oh my god! Awesome. Yeah. Then let's let's get to the yeah, end of the match. The out of nowhere, Super Cena comes out of nowhere and German suplex CM Punk off the top rope. One, two, three. I'm like, oh my god. I was like, really? You're having John Cena win? And they announced him as the winner. But it was referee's discretion that both men's shoulders were on the ground. It was a double count out. It was a draw. It was a draw. CM Punk retains the title. Now, at first, were you just like, what the fuck, a draw? When is there ever a draw? Oh, no. I am very happy about this outcome. I've seen it in Ring of Honor a few times. We've seen it a uh, draw. I think it's one of these outcomes that WWE doesn't do enough. Yeah, I think it's one of those swerves that you're just like you get the fans firm behind this one wrestler, this one outcome, and then you th- throw this at them. They're like, "Whoa, what?" And it extends it extends the storyline, which is great. That was that was the best part. I was like, "I draw," and I was like, "What the fuck?" I had to sit there for a couple minutes, like scratch my head, I'm like, "What is going on?" And then I was like, "Oh, I get it now." I I know a lot of people were hating on the outcome, but I I personally loved it. I don't know about you guys. I you know I after sitting and actually thinking about it, I was like, "Oh, wait a minute." This makes sense now because now it can go to Hell in a Cell and then it can go to Royal, it can go to Royal, uh, Royal Rumble. So it can go to Survivor Series and continue on from there. Let's not forget that this was in Boston. So when they announced Cena as the winner, the crowd erupted. Yeah, the crowd, and then he went to go celebrate with the uh, the armed forces, which is yeah. always good. Got to support our uh, our troops overseas and troops at home. Oh! So, yeah, so great, great pay-per-view. <laughs> Maybe, I don't think it was the event of the year. But I think it was in the running. From Dave, what I'm hearing, every every match was very good. Every so. match was very good. I, but you know, the, um, let's go back. Extreme Rules. I think I Extreme would put Rules, this up there. Extreme Rules was great. WrestleMania was great. Um, um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna talk about the event later in the show. PWS Saved by the Ring Bell. Great. You know what? I think I would put this ahead of WrestleMania. <laughs> the way that they say it, he's like he like I leans forward I'm, and he's like has a, like a Steve Carell style like <laughs> monog- like I think I'm gonna like, do it movements to him it's yeah, funny I think that this is uh, out of Wrestlemania in my perspective alright well maybe gonna... maybe watch Wrestlemania though before no I'm, I'm I think that I this would, was I would lend you my Wrestlemania DVD but I have too many DVDs out on rental right now and I know he's listening Anthony I want my Chikar DVD back it fits I want my ROH DVDs back I, I swear to god I lend these out and I never get them back it's like come on man I see these guys every single week and they're not returning them to me but... dude I would kick your ass in WWE 13. Me? By the way, no, Kaposi. Oh, yeah, no, but you would 
Hold on. I, <laughs> I gotta reach for my book over here because I threw it in anger of something. Um, we would. Orton. Yeah, it probably was Orton, but all right, let's continue on. Let's get on to Monday Night Raw. Cue the Brandon uh, thing now. I guess not. Monday Night oh. Nitro. I had no idea what you were saying. Let's let's rewrap. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> all right. Cue the uh, Brandon thing now. No, no, no. You have to rewind a little past that. <laughs> all right. Cue the Brandon thing now. Are you kidding me? You're supposed to say Monday Night Nitro. All right, Monday Night Raw. There Monday Night Raw. You're supposed to say Monday Night Nitro. That's the funny part about it. Jeez, Brandon is so Take not it funny. Back. Take it back a segment. Take it back a segment and introduce like the a song. segment again. All right, let's take it back a segment. Yeah, <laughs> should be a fucking. <laughs> we'll start writing songs now. Yeah, we'll right. be the next Ring Rope Rebellion. Go by the way, RingRopeRebellion.com. Right. Download all their music and buy a shirt. Go watch their past YouTube shows. Yeah, amen. Okay, well, now let's get on to uh, Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. There we go. All right, good. A lot of goods on Monday Night Raw. Pretty much the whole show was very good. Let's let's, let's talk about the bads. Uh, how, Randy, how hyped were you for going into Raw after the pay per view? I was hyped, but I was so busy this weekend that All like right. I didn't get. I watched a. I watched. I think the last hour of Raw. Oh, and right. then I watched it, the rest of it the other day. All right, I, I was excited as hell for. I know you were. Yeah. I know you were, Dave. Uh, Randy Orton makes his way back to the bad column with another match against Tensai. Going back from SmackDown of last yeah, week. Let me just... I, I'm, I'm getting Dave pissed Ranton. off at all these Randy Orton matches. Once again, we have uh, Randy Orton versus Tensai on SmackDown. Then on Raw, we have Randy Orton versus Tensai. Last week, we had Ziggler versus Orton on SmackDown. On Raw, we had Orton versus Ziggler. And the week before that, I think we had Tyson Kidd, maybe? I think it was Tyson Kidd, or he had some match on Friday, and then it was the same opponent on Monday. Can Randy Orton wrestle anybody different going from SmackDown to back-to-back days? I think they're just trying to just like, all right, Randy, we're going to give you an easy thing this week. You can have the same match both nights, brother. I don't know. Randy Orton is starting to get a big fuck you from me. Randy um, Orton has gotten a big fuck you from starting from you. to. Yeah. Yeah. Right, Chris. No, but now I'm serious. I'm gonna slap him. Yeah. Okay. But you it's know like, what? That's assault. That is assault. <laughs> that's assault, that's salt, brother. As opposed to a pepper. Oh, that's good. That's, yeah. that, that's a Brandon type <laughs> joke right there, Jesus. Yeah. yeah but you know what? Now, I, I, now obviously I have to go into a sing and push it. Yeah, dun, 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 dun. That'll be uh, the musical interlude for this week. Brandon whenever I think of salt, salt and pepper, pepper, I was such a mark that I think of Bam, uh, Lawrence Taylor walking out for WrestleMania. Oh, I always think of Grandma's Bam, Boy. Bam Bigelow? No. Oh. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, you know what? I'm done with the Randy Orton bashing hate. Whatever. He's going to be on my TV. He's going to be on my TV. But well, he's ba- still going to be in the bad column. Yeah, he'll, he'll still be in the bad column. He was nice to us that one time that we met him. And yes, he, cursed, he was. And he cursed out that guy. Yes. That was he awesome. was. You know, it's it's funny because you hear so many mixed reports about if he's a dick or not. And when I met him, it was still within like his first maybe two years of being on the roster. Nicest guy ever. Let me just so. – I, as I said in the past, I think he has serious anger issues. Heck, he may be bipolar. The past by like twenty I'm minutes ago. That's a, I'm dead. That's a huge. I'm dead. Well, I'm dead serious. I think he may. Yeah, he was nice. He was nice to us. So yeah. I'm over it. You know what? Whatever. It's it's the same same shit over and over again. What about the uh, Rey Mysterio and Sin Cara versus Primo and Epico match? We didn't we didn't get to the goods yet. <laughs> well, that was the only bad, right? No, we also had Beth Phoenix versus Eve, and yeah, I know you oh, were very, yeah. you were ever very animated about that. Well, that's because I always say, why is Beth Phoenix always on the losing in the losing column? She's one of the most dominating female wrestlers in the WWE. Why is she always losing? It's because not everything. They only have one divas division. They can't. Yeah, they only have one segment on for too. divas on every show. So, but now this is going back to back losses. She may be on a losing streak. She yeah. is on a losing streak. This is three in a row. Yeah, but she's been off more TV than three basically for months. Lost the battle royal, so I guess she's over four losses in a row. All right, it's sporadic, so it's like whatever. Yeah, all right. That sounds well, like a wrestler's well, name. Sporadic. Yeah. Spo sporadic. Sporadic. All right. Well, let's get on to the goods now. And there was a lot of goods, uh, as Dave mentioned: Sin Cara, Rey Mysterio versus Epico and Primo. Solid tag team division match. If they really throw Epico, I mean. Sin Cara and Rey Mysterio into this tag team division. I like it. 
honestly, I think it's great. I just hope everybody could work with them. Yeah. There's not too many people could work with that Lucha Libre style. Mm-hmm. But under with Sincaro, I like Sincaro under Rey Mysterio's guidance. Yeah. No, that that is so he can kind of give him some, you know, pointers in working the WWE style of wrestling. How old is Sincaro? I have no clue. Is he is he like he's a, a man of mystery? We'll never know. But I mean, like, is he a Rey Mysterio age or is he like in his twenties or thirties? I think he's in his late twenties, early thirties. And that is is he that young? Like I I thought he may have been older. I didn't know how long he was wrestling for. Yeah, but um the one the one thing that I like with those guys is that tag maneuver where he like picks him up for a, a head scissors and throws him to the other guy and he gives him the head scissors. Yeah, that that's a really cool move. Um, Sinkar Sinkar is twenty nine years old. All right. Really? Okay. All right. So he's still young. Yeah. So he has a lot of potential. I mean, yeah, he, he may botch a lot, but he has a lot of potential, especially under Rey Mysterio. Absolutely. Uh, good match between Brodus Clay and Heath Slater. It was a squash match, but you know it made Brodus Clay look good. Um, you had this kind of new storyline going on between Brodus Clay and Antonio Cesaro. Which uh, I think everybody was caught off guard where that didn't continue at Night of Champions. What do you mean? With uh, Cesaro, uh, Brodus Clay winning. Because it kind of goes back to SmackDown. Yeah. Um, so I think a lot of people were surprised that Brodus Clay didn't win that battle royal and go on to face him. Yeah. Well, but, you know, you, you have to get Zach, you know, especially with I, the stacked card they had. It's like, okay, who are we going to make this win? That'll be completely over. Zach Ryder, let's do it. But Bam, also, go. I guess um, they may see this being a potential, had potential to be a big feud with Brodus Clay and Cesaro. So I guess Good. you do need more than one week to Yeah, build absolutely. It. Absolutely. Um, speaking of Zach Ryder, Damian Sandow and Zach Ryder, another great match between these two guys they work very well i love how sando pins his opponents yeah and just look at me i'm pretty but i liked his promo i feel like he had a little bit more like pizzazz and a little bit more like excitement to him talking about how it's back to school time and teaching everybody new stuff and everything like that it was good uh you had the first ever ms tv i guess it's the new highlight reel Uh, cutting edge back and forth i uh, thought it was i thought it was good just because uh, of the outcome of uh you know ryback coming out and destroying everything i mean before that i was kind of i was falling asleep during brooker t being out there and then there there was a lot of boring chants during while brooker t was doing the promo with him Uh but once ryback came out that was awesome everybody went nuts for ryback because apparently he threw the mic into the crowd what? He threw the mic into the crowd or also fell it. Uh, it bounced into the crowd. Somebody picked it up and started chanting Goldberg. Really? Yeah, apparently they had <laughs> to. They, yeah, apparently they threw the guy out. That's awesome. As much as much as I love Ryback, it's just awesome that this guy just gets on the mic and starts screaming Goldberg. Yeah, I don't even remember that, though. Did they cut it out? or uh, They may have edited it or they it may have been very, very brief. They're probably like, oh, shit. Turn the mic off. <laughs> That's so awesome. All right, you're Do gonna you say think we're gonna see weekly Miss TV segments? No, no. I think I think it's a one and done. Now, Maybe now that, once every two to three months. I think now that Ryback destroyed the set, I think this is just full fledged yeah. Ryback versus Miz. Now uh, Miz is gonna well, win. Ryback's gonna win the title. Night of Champions. Night of Champions passed. I mean, yeah, Hell in a Cell. Sorry, it's still in my mind because it was so awesome. Huh. Is I don't it, know. Do you think it's too soon or no? I, you know what? I think the fact that they've, for the past couple of months, like since he's been getting squ- squashing all those jobbers, the fact that he moves on to WWE talent, he's having longer matches and stuff like that. Yeah. I think it's now time you got to pull the trigger because okay. you can't have him continue the same thing. He's not going to be over. And the fact that he's still hot, he's going into a feud with a guy that hot everybody hates, a guy that everybody hates. Pull the trigger, go. Let him uh, have the Intercontinental title. I'll keep that su- on for a couple of years. I'm kind of, yeah, right. <laughs> Five years. I'm kind of surprised that they have Ryback going against Miz, though, because I feel like Cody Rhodes and the Miz were starting to brew into a little feud, especially after Night of Champions. Yeah. But maybe they had this is a way to get Cody Rhodes out of it all and into the world championship ring. Uh, huh. Because now Del Rio doesn't, as we will get to. Yeah. But maybe that's where Cody Rhodes is going to come in. Maybe or somebody else. Or maybe Wade Barrett, who had a had a good showing on Monday Night Raw against Justin Gabriel. This goes back to the whole Nexus core angle. We want like, Nexus. Yeah, which was which was great. Ray Barrett, you know, squash match. But you gotta you gotta do these things. You gotta do these guys. You gotta, you gotta do these type of matches to get you know every it back into everybody's mind. Hey, guess what? Remember Wade Barrett? He's back now. I'm still very heavy over uh, with Justin Gabriel. I feel bad because he's so, he has so much potential and he has, he's very good in the ring. But there's it's just so crowded. But he has no mic skills. That's the thing. That's the one thing that's holding him back. Yeah. But it's not it's not crowded so give like him a, that. Oh, where it, him and him and Kid can seriously just be tag team. Well, yeah, no, they they do have that tag team. Yeah, but they did they don't even use them. Like they were using Tyson Kid for something else, like recently, and they're not even using them in the tag team division. Yeah, it was him and Del Rio. Yeah, 
Yeah. All right. Spoilers. Spoilers. No. Spoilers. Spoilers. I know, what, I know what he's talking about. I know. Uh, a good match between Dolph Ziggler and Santino Morella. Dolph Ziggler getting the win. Not after one, but two zigzags. I like the fact that he hid the coat. Like, he got rid of Santino's Cobra. And yeah. Co- he was just like, oh, my God. Yeah, well, everybody, I think uh, Antonio Cesaro kind of... Uh, you know, kind of leak that out to everybody. Hey, guess what? He's nothing without the stupid sock puppet. Yeah. Everybody's using that to advantage. But let's talk about Dolph Ziggler. You know, the night before coming off a, a loss to Randy Orton, now it looks like, and I, and I mentioned this the day before the show, I think now this might be the spark of him stop trying to be the show-off and start showing that he's real, he's a real contender, he's money in the bank, and people should be scared of him because uh, if he's because of his talent and how good he is. He's very talented. I love how over he is with the fans. Yeah. That's another thing. JBL was making mention of how everybody was chanting we want Ziggler. Yeah. Uh and stuff like that. But you know what? Maybe this will be the, the point where, you know, he can now kind of isolate himself from Vicky Guerrero, get rid of Vicky Guerrero because maybe that's a distraction to him and get with the new manager. Maybe, you know, all the reports of them talking about Ric Flair coming in. Well, then it also happened with that whole TNA lawsuit and stuff where it may take a little bit longer now to bring him in. Yeah. Is that over That's yet, bullshit, I don't though. Know. though. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not too... It's like Ric Flair... Ric Flair isn't a TNA guy. It's like he's wrestling. Yeah, but I mean, I understand the place where, like, you have to watch your own ass... Just crack like, my neck. If, yeah. if I ever got sued for using Ric Flair after he left on bad terms with TNA, I'd be like, look at the facts. I was like, Ric Flair's been around since the 70s. Ric Flair is my favorite wrestler. Yeah, right. It's like TNA didn't really make anybody except for AJ I know. Styles. I wouldn't say that. Yeah. TNA didn't like, make who, anybody. Who have they made? Christian. Yeah, they made Christian to a main event guy. Uh, that's... Matt Morgan. Matt Morgan. They they made Matt Morgan. I, honestly, I mean Bubba Ray. Yeah, yeah but no, that. not Bubba Ray. Bully Ray. Yeah, they, they made Ray, Bully, Bully Ray. Ray. Jeff Hardy. They made into more of a main event guy. Yeah, I I think that they're doing great job. Yeah, they they made, made a lot of wrestlers. But, but as the Ric Flair things, they gave Rick, Punk his break after Ring of Honor. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, he did a bunch of. All right, but let's move. Oh on. yeah, let's we let's continue on with Ric Flair and stuff like that. All right, what else did we have? We talked about that. We talked about that. We talked um, about that. Tag team title rematch: Daniel Bryan and Kane going over. R-Truth and Kofi Kingston, as I said earlier, you know, as we spoke about, great chemistry, but I don't want them to shove this down my throat and make me hate it. I love this so much. I think it's so funny. I like the Eye of the Tag Team Champion things. I like the fact that you see them in separate hallways walking to the ring. I am the Tag Team Champion. I am the Tag Team Champion. They cuts the cane back and forth. I, I think it's hilarious. A lot, a lot, of, a lot of fun. Uh, you know, we've seen a lot of all these backstage segments. You had the anger management thing a couple weeks ago. You had the WWE lawyers thing last week at Titan Towers. This week you have a Subway promo with uh, Jared from very Subway. Random. Yeah, very random. But you know, I love Subway. I can't, I uh, can't complain. You know, I have Jared giving a bunch of different wrestlers footlongs. Good Subway. It's their five year anniversary and it's their birthday, so go get some footlongs at Subway. That's yeah, what made me think about Jared it. Jared gives out his footlongs. <laughs> Jared sure does give out his footlongs. Uh, and then you have the whole CM Punk uh, John Cena angle, uh, which is great. The beginning of the show, you have to start off with uh, Paul Heyman commending the Chad Patton for his decision. John Cena come out and doing the same thing, you yeah. know. He appreciates yeah. it and stuff like that. Which then had AJ come out to uh, Del set Rio. It, and Del Rio coming out. Who, yeah, that's how much I uh, care about that angle. You have uh, AJ come out to uh, make the main event: John Cena and Sheamus versus CM Punk and Alberto Del Rio. Yeah, where the winner get the winner of the team gets we'll, the rematch. Well, we'll heavily be heavily considered into getting a rematch, and due to some more referees and you know bad refing, you had John Cena getting the win. CM Punk's Foot was on the ropes and he tried to call him out, but it wasn't. It wasn't used. He just said it, the, it, it, the match is the way it stands. And just to inform like the listeners and everything, the referee of that match was actually FCW uh, former FCW 15 champion, two-time FCW tag team champion Brad Maddox. Yeah. Just so little, I mean, uh, also too, it's a, it's a new referee too. New referee, yeah. Which then leads me into like a, a point that I was trying to. Me and Dave were discussing here. Um, I read something that they may want to do an instant replay angle too. In WWE, which which kind of brings it, try, trying to make it more real life. We've seen, you know, in the past couple of years with Major League Baseball upping up their instant replay because there's a lot of, you know, missed calls. Uh, this year, 
you know, going back to the the referee that we saw for the first time on Monday Night Raw, now he is. I don't know. That wasn't the first time. Yeah, we saw him. him at the Divas Battle Royal and one more match, I think. There you go. But, but, but still, a fairly new recent. referee. You know, going uh, not, back not to more like than two weeks. The in. NFL replacement referee is doing a terrible job. Kind of trying to make this more of a real life scenario that people can relate to because I've seen a lot of people on Twitter and Facebook blowing up about the terrible job these replacement referees are doing. How real in the do NFL. you want to make WWE though? I mean, this is we can't make this into the UFC I, or anything. Yeah, like no, that. absolutely, like, absolutely. No, I agree with you on that. But like trying to use real life scenarios that are going on and bring uh, it into the WWE universe. I mean, you could use it, but I you can't overuse it. And maybe like once. A month, you could use the hey, let's go to this instant replay and ha- change it. But they, yeah. I've, I feel like I've seen this in the past where they throw it up on the Titantron and uh, they change, reverse the decision. Yeah, I'm just a little confused as to why everyone thinks that this whole referee angle is like a new thing because we saw it. A didn't lot. we? Didn't we just see it last month or whatever yeah, with Del Rio? Was, yeah, with Del Rio and Sheamus. Yeah. Then we saw it with uh, Christian back with his uh, uh, challenging of one more Sheamus. match. Yeah. Yeah. So, and everyone's like, "Oh, this is such a great angle!" Like, or I hate it. Whatever. They're, how how dare they do this? Or it's being this is recycled. The it's thing being ever. recycled. I know, but that's all storylines. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, like, but some fans don't realize people, it, how it's recycled. People, yeah, fans fans act as if this is like new shit. And but it's that also not. that also goes back to uh, Paul Heyman and Jeff Katz with the attention span of pro wrestling fans today. I know. I and I've said that eight hundred yeah, times it, on the show. Always mention it. They don't remember this stuff. By the way, when is Wrestling Retribution Project coming out? Good question. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but we wish nobody we nobody knew. knows. Nobody. We knew. wish we knew. Jeff Katz, hit us up. Let even us know. You're not listening to this. Uh, maybe he is. Maybe yeah. Maybe he is. People love our podcast. If you love our Jeff Katz interview, could they listen to it online? No, because it's not on the new website. Well, sorry about that one, guys. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, well, no, maybe in an episode coming out, people will throw that on before Wrestling Retribution Project comes out. All right, that works. See, like a year and a half ago, what did he say about <laughs> yeah, Wrestling Retribution? What did he say? But uh, let's get okay. So uh, all overall, good Monday Night Raw. Can't complain. Can't complain. Yeah, it's going to come out as a musical next. Yeah, right. Shit. Uh, let's continue on with some more pro, uh, sports entertainment talk before we hit the musical interlude. Um, NXT, we haven't spoke about it in a while. Yes, but finally. Great wrestling. We got to see, finally, he has been found. Tramperetta returns to action this week with a big win over Johnny Curtis. I, I love his shining wizard. I love his tights because he has like Bill Murray on his knee pad. No. Swear to God. No. Yeah, Bill Murray yeah. is on his knee pad. I have to watch that. I I have to rewatch it. I didn't. The know one that he hits the uh, everlasting gobstopper with is Bill. The Bill Murray is right on his knee pad. That's amazing. Yeah, but it's like Bill. I Murray- don't think that's a shining wizard, by the way. Yeah, no, it's called the everlasting gobstopper. That's what it's called. Yeah, but it's a knee. It's a high knee it's to the knees. face. What? He's got knees to the face. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's similar it's to one, a Shining Wizard. It's similar, but it's not a Shining Wizard. Because the Shining Wizard, you have to like do the step up and kick to the back of the head type thing. I, I kind of – I don't – I hope he still uses the Tornado DDT. He did in the yeah, match. He, he got reversed, though, to uh, you know suplex into the corner. But that was oh. that was really good. Um, Paige. I, I know. I'm so freaking firm behind Paige. <laughs> Dave is so uh, firm behind Paige. Dude, I love her finisher. She does um, – what was it? Uh, shit, I told you. Uh, butterfly, butterfly, butterfly suplex DDT that I think is sick. She's so over with the fans. You will be hearing more about Paige soon. From oh, Dave and Dave only. Uh, rebranding of NXT characters. It looks like Leo Kruger is getting a new gimmick. Uh, like Psycho. Yeah. And Brand- Brandon was saying it as we were warming up. You want to uh, talk about that, Brandon? All the promos? Oh, yeah. Well, it's I've said this every single week, it seems, in past episodes that NXT is doing everything right as far as wrestling should be. These promos are incredible, and I don't understand why. I mean, not that they're yeah, debuting the, new characters soon I, in WWE, but... The promos are sick. From Bray Wyatt to the Leo Kruger laughing, I think the pro, they're doing a great job with yeah, the promotion. Do, and, and just everything in general, too, like... Cassius Ono. The ascent, Ascension, everybody. Uh, yeah. The Ascension, well, half of the Ascension was in action against the Usos this week. Cassius Ono had a sparring segment, which was pretty much just a match that he oh, that he started. Yeah, he just dominated Oliver Gray. Yeah. I like the fact that he used the cravat and like William Murray was like, oh, look at him use the cravat. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Say it British-like. Right. And then you had your main event with uh, the champ, Seth Rollins, making his first title defense against Rick Vicker in a solid match. 
Yeah, Rick Victor is a very good wrestler. So, and this was a good match. He was he was the FCW champion yeah. not not so long ago. Mm-hmm. But he, yeah, he kind of sounds like he would be somebody selling products on TV though. Rick I, Victor. Like, yeah. hi, this is Rick Victor with the Big City Slider Station. <laughs> you have that, don't you? The Big what? City Slider Station. No, I oh, don't. for the I record, that Seth Rollins won with the blackout, of course, yeah. which is his running curb stomp. Del Rio did that in one of the matches, and it doesn't even hold up anything to um, two Seth different Rollins. Two different styles, and I think Seth Rollins is a lot taller than Alberto Del Rio. Well, I mean, Del Rio did the exact same thing, but his just sucked. Yeah. <laughs> just don't do it, buddy. Leave it to the professionals. Uh, one more thing we're going to talk about uh, going off of NXT. John Cena apparently got elbow surgery this week. He's going to be out two to three weeks. Yeah, they, then he goes on Twitter and says he's going to be out like six to eight weeks. I'm sticking with the two to three weeks. Uh, he got a few bone, uh, bone chips removed from his elbow. I think two to three. If anything, they're saying four to six, so this way you don't expect him to return. Yeah, but the, the, he's super Cena. He'll be at hell in the cell. Yeah. Yeah. And Alex Riley had surgery this week on his elbow and on his knee. Who? Exactly. No, but we we wish both of them a speedy recovery. We'll see John Cena. Someone's asking me, it's like, oh, do you think John Cena's going to be uh, on, uh, how long do you think he's going to be out for? I'm like, you'll see him on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, right. Absolutely. But anyway, let's get to our musical interlude for the week. Um, Dave stumbled upon this one by looking at a uh, Tramparetta tribute video. This song is called Last Train to Awesome Town by the group Perry Grip, perrygrip.com. And we're going to get back and talk about everything that went on this weekend in the world of professional wrestling on Mark It Out. You're welcome. back on marking out pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans um if that was maybe one of your most favorite musical interludes ever besides everything that ring rope rebellion gives us because that's the best stuff ever let us know maybe we'll we'll use more of them yeah we'll We'll just just contact them and keep on using it yeah keep on trucking with that all right let's uh let's get on some pro wrestling talk here we're not going to talk about impact this week because a lot of stuff happened this weekend and there's a lot of stuff coming up in the next couple weeks let's start off with pws saved by the ring bell brandon was there i was able to catch some of it on ipay-per-view and this could also go down as i spoke about with night of champions this could go down as the event of the year because a, the media exposure it got from Mr. Belding being there. Dennis and I, I, I'm eating my words. Why? I did, I did not think Mr. Belding was going to get PWS that much exposure just because it's Mr. Belding. Mm-hmm. It's not like a big name. Yeah. But I'm eating my words right now because it's on TMZ, TMZ.com, everywhere. You, Yahoo, Yahoo, AOL, Z100. Z100? Yeah, it was on Z100. Wow. Yeah, it's awesome. Apparently, Silva told me that they were even talking about on Howard Stern. Really? So, I don't know how 
I didn't hear it. But I'm very, but I'm very happy. But for that. yeah, but now that's awesome because you know, like what we've been saying since you know we've really started going to PWS and started really following them back in March, is they put on s- solid stacked cards that are just out of this world and now people are finally getting to see the exposure to it the fact that they bring in a mainstream media star like Dennis Haskins gave them you know gave them the the rub and put them over Brandon has a great idea that we can't discuss on the show but we gotta. I've had this idea for the longest time like what the fuck but they give you everything you start the event off with Powers of Pain versus Demolition which was just Demolition dude I don't know did you hear the crowd on this match no No. I didn't sorry Crowd was so hot for demolition. It was demolition over and over again. It was the loudest pop. It was ridiculous. That's I've never pretty, heard. That's pretty wild because I don't think that they got that much of a pop last time they were on there. No, I don't think especially they since yeah. the way like they come out, they don't look like themselves in WWF back in the day. Yeah, like yeah, no, they're just wearing long tights and and face semi face paint <laughs> and, and shirts, yeah, match, sh- shirts like, over tights. As they discussed on Two and a Half Wrestlers, I guess these old timers don't get it. Like they just want to end these matches in DQs. Yeah, but if you want to, like, yeah, but if you want to listen to all the backstage hubbub from Two and a Half Wrestlers, uh, from uh, you know from the flawed PWS, go listen to this week's Two and a Half Wrestlers. Uh, let's continue on with the PWS card. Uh, big O, gotta big, say Big O, QT Marshall. Yeah, uh, QT Marshall R-O-A just be, over here. Yep, just coming off of a signing of Ring of Honor contract, going against Big O. Good match, solid match. Big O coming off with the win. Yeah, and I, I want to just speak about just to touch on next next month at PWS. He's going to be facing off against Doctor Tom Pritchard, and maybe this could be the biggest match of his career so far. This could son of a bitch! Him. I wanted to say that. I know. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I am son of a bitch. No, I'm not. But well, like this, this really could be his like the biggest. For those match that don't know, Tom uh, Pritchard. Is I just very, remember. I remember him high up with the WWE. I just remember him from the Heavenly Bodies. That's what I remember when I was younger. Uh, seeing, yeah, seeing him with the Heavenly. I used to hate. I used to hate him. Body, wasn't the Body Donnas? No, it was no, the Heavenly body Bodies. Body Donnas. That was Candido. Yeah. It was before your time. This wasn't, you know, the Hardy era. Body Donnas. Let's continue on with PWS <laughs> talk, though. Um, an amazing. Awesome, fun to watch suicidal six way with Starman being the new number one contender for the PWS Tri State title. He jumped off the raft. Well, not the ra- well. What, what were you called? The rafter? Um, I asshole. Hey, asshole, gotta go back. The body fucking Donnas. He's fucking Tom Pritchard and Candido. Suck a dick. But he was also the he was Damn also he was also it. in the Heavenly Bodies. All right, so you suck a dick. All right. Anyway, Starman. Jumping off a load-bearing... You call it like a load-bearing pillar that was in there, which was... Uh, I'm not even looking this up. Yeah, I'm not... I, couldn't, I could not even see from over there, and all you hear, you see the crowd focusing in that area, and then, boom, the crowd erupts. I had a tweet to Larry Legend to find out what happened. It was insane. And then Larry yeah. Legend got it like two hours later and was just like, who is this? <laughs> he no, said hello to me at the beginning of the show. Screw you. Uh... It was yeah. Starman is completely and utterly over in my book. Apollyon Apollyon was great in that match too. Everybody in that match was good. He did. He dove out of the ring. We've never seen him do that. He did. uh, He dove right through the ropes. It was insane. Yeah, solid. Well, these guys, you know, some of these guys, like yes, NYWC shows get packed, but they aren't packed to the capacity that PWS shows are. But then some people on the Facebook page of PWS. for PWS are bashing Apollyon, people like that. They're like, why are you putting out people like that and not pushing your own talent and whatnot? Why are you giving us the damn mop versus Apollyon and all that shit? I'm like, dude, are, what what the fuck? Are you a wrestling fan or not? No. Stop people, bitching and complaining. Yeah. Well, Appreciate you know, the wrestling for what it is, you bitch. You, well, you got to see a, the, the first class of PWS guys in an insane battle royal. Yep. Which was awesome. Which is we can't wait to cover their entire progression through wrestling. Yeah, amen. I, I believe I believe that that uh, they had a lot of people there for them because that was probably the most important match for them. Loudest, loudest I've ever heard. Well, we saw. I, I, did we see DJ Fat Pats? We saw DJ Fat Pats debut. I yeah. think it was that Battle Royal, and it was, it was Battle Royal Long Beach yeah. behind him too. Yeah, his whole we were the whole crowd section, and then yeah. I just jumped on it too because and that that, that student yeah, same bat- here that that student Battle Royal was actually uh, they had 
I guess, known guys come yeah, out. Yeah, they had Kip in there. They had Cataldo. Kip, Rex, Cataldo. I think – I don't know if that's – if I if this is what they were talking about on Two and a Half Wrestlers, but I think maybe Lance Anawahi was on there too. Okay, yeah. I, I think so. Uh, let's continue on with the event. Matt Hardy and Tony Nice. Solid performance between those two. You know, we talked about – Matt Hardy just stop the ba- Matt Hardy bashing everybody. Yeah, I mean, we talked about him last week. He he looks great. Tony Nese looks like a million bucks, also too. Yeah, and, and I think we'll always bring this up when we talk about Nese. Is that TNA fucked up big time? Yeah, they fucked up huge with that. Uh, and you have your main event of the evening: False Count Anywhere. Kevin Matthews retaining over the Death Machine. Sammy Callahan. Brutal, brutal match. All over the place. Yeah, it was. Crazy, out of this world, and but I guess you could say Sammy Callahan gets the final, uh, the the final uh, one-upsmanship when Dennis Haskin comes out after the match and gives uh, Kevin Matthews' partner Devin Moore the stunner. The stunner re- heard round the world, which gave them the crazy media exposure that we spoke about at the to- top of the PWS talk. It- uh, that's PWS. They got an upcoming event, the uh, October twelfth. Go check it out. Yep, they got blow. They got uh, bombshell ladies of wrestling coming up the eleventh. We're going to talk about it in full detail once the show comes closer. But let's talk a little bit about Ring of Honor this week. Death Before Dishonor ten, uh, solid card. New tag team champions were crowned. Scum, scum. Steve Carino and Jimmy Jacobs. So that's good. So you have the world heavyweight champion and the tag team champions all kind of aligned, yep. which is good. Kevin Steen retaining his title over Rhino. You have Adam Cole retaining his title over Mike Mondo. Then you had Matt Hardy. Making another appearance at Ring yeah. of Honor pretty much makes, looks like it's going to be him and uh, Adam Cole at some point for the and, TV title. Yeah, it's going to be him and Kevin Steen coming up as well. Also, t- uh, also too, on that one, Davey Richards coming back to Ring of Honor after a hiatus saying he's going to be the 12th man in the survival of the fittest tournament. Good to see him back. Yeah, it's good to see him back. And they uh, they got some good stuff coming up for Ring of Honor. So we'll definitely uh, keep you posted on all of that. Uh, Hell yeah. Con- continuing on more professional wrestling talk. It was a wild weekend. So like yeah, we're, we're picking and choosing our battles of what to talk here. Because I know everybody doesn't want a five-hour episode of Marking Out. Because we can go into full detail. We could do a five-hour episode if you want. I I'll don't, be drunk. I'm, I'm too busy. I'm too busy this week to... I mean, no offense, but, you know, we, we have to do our shameless plugs and our matches of the week and all that stuff. Uh, Chikara, their 10th annual King of Trios. I thought I heard it on the podcast of GoGo this week that Dip, Gavin Loudspeaker said this was the last King of Trios, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't know. If anybody wants to give me some confirmation on that, tweet me at Chris Dog. But we have new King of Trios, the Spectral Envoy, Ultramantis Black, Frightmare and Hollow Wicked are this year's 2012 King of Trios. Yeah, they defeated Team Ring of Honor, which consisted of the Young Bucks and Matt Bennett. Mike Bennett. Yeah, Mike Bennett. Why did I say Matt Bennett? I don't know, because you're thinking Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson. Yeah, probably. But anyway, this is what I was thinking. When I found out that the Spectral Envoy were going to the finals against Team Ring of Honor, I was like, oh, great. Delirious is going to come out and screw him over, and they're going to lose to Team ROH in the finals. This is going to continue with the Jakar ROH feud. Delirious and Affinian did come out to try to get rid of Ultramantis Black, but then you have Crossbones come out, which was awesome. If you remember Crossbones, he was Ultramantis Black, former tag team partner, which was awesome. Shakar Special gets locked in. We have new King of Trios. The whole weekend itself was out of this world. Props to the Sendai, uh, Sendai girls. The Sendai, Sendai girls, girls, too. <laughs> Dudes and dudettes, go to Smart Mark videos, and you can order it on MP4. You can order it on live stream. You can order the DVDs, which I've done already. Get on that shit. One, two, three, kid competed again in singles action. Tatanka competed in singles action. Aldo Montoya. Demolition was there. Aldo Montoya was there. Tito Santana was there. Marty Jannetty was there. Marty Jannetty. And then you had all your up and coming. The Colony, which uh, you can go into it just all all weekend. I have to give Chikara major props for their, that the DVD is already out. Yeah, well. Really cool. You know, there's certain promotions where you're waiting a year for, you know, an event to come out. And you're they're like, oh yeah, it's not out yet. It's not out yet. I'm still waiting. Where the fuck is Dragon Gate from when we went? I don't know. Have you been looking? He yeah. Probably, he <laughs> looks every single day. Uh, all right. So let's continue on uh, from last weekend. Let's pop over to this weekend. Uh, well, not this weekend. Well, this, this coming week. Thursday, the 27th, we have NYWC Till I Collapse 
Thursday night show. I always love these Thursday night shows because everybody's so busy on the weekends. It gives you some time to see some good professional wrestling to start your weekend off on a thirsty Thursday. Uh, every title will be on the line. You're going to see Nikki Adams defend her starlet title against Rick Cataldo, who's the baddest bitch in NYWC. Who Don't do you think? Fuck with him. Who's the baddest bitch, Dave? Cataldo. You think Rick Cataldo is going to come out of this one? You never know. Yeah, uh, I'm going Cataldo. The tag team titles are going to be on the line in a triple threat match. You order the black. Mikey Whipwreck and Rex Loss will be taking on DJ Fat Pat and Francis Kiplin Stephen III, the nerd, versus the Slop Hunters, Alex Reynolds and John Silver. Um, I don't want to do predictions for this one, but I think uh, my boy Fat Pat and Kip will come out as the tag team champions. Not playing any favorites. I am a, I'm a big fan of Slop Hunters. So. Not like we didn't mention DJ Fat Pat earlier. Yeah, he's getting the rub all over this show. Uh, rematch for the Fusion title. The champion Tony Nese will be facing off against Stockade. And if this has any, if this is going to be anything like their match at over the summer was at Hotter Than Hell, wow, we're in for uh, maybe a, ma- a match of the year candidate That's here. A- to top it all off, you got the heavyweight champ. You got Apollyon defending his title against Papadon. Who got screwed over the last time when he was going for the uh, yeah, NYWC heavyweight got title. Beat down. So it should be it should be a good event. You'll probably we'll see re- reckless and wasted in action. There'll probably be a suicidal six way as well. You know, NYWC does a great job with these Thursday night shows. Go check it out. Yeah. We'll, NYWCwrestling.com. Yeah, and we'll uh we will definitely be there. Hopefully. It's a Thursday night show. If I get out of work early, I'll uh, I'll head over to the good old sportatorium. I may have work. And check it out. All right. So, jam-packed a lot of professional wrestling. Impact, we'll talk about next week. Impact? Yeah. Eh. Well, I didn't watch it this week because it was a Giants yeah. game, so I'm going to have to watch it on my the TV. Only I Matt, you know, uh, Matt Morgan re-signed with them. He's been coming in, but that's it. Yeah. With with Impact, I just want to know, do you think Bully Ray, he was hugging Earl Hebner after the, ref, after the match? Do you think that was Daniel Bryan related? No. Related? Uh-uh. He, I, I, as I said, I didn't see it, so I was have to go watch yeah. it back. Earl, Earl so. Hebner sold a hug by being passed out. By the way, yeah, Holy Ray hugged him on the floor. It was so dumb. Cool story. In fact, I watched it. it was a waste of time. Yeah. Wasted two hours. Yeah, okay. So dumb. So dumb. Fuck you, TNA. Seriously, I'll tell you that. Let's get into shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. All right, that's right. It's shameless plugs time. Go follow Phil Quig. We know you're listening right now. Go follow him at Do Real Phil Quig. Do Real or The Real? Huh? Do Real. Okay. Do Real. Do Real. Also, go follow the winner of the PWS um, Battle Royal of the Students, Dave Destruction Sturch at DJ Sturch85. We definitely, as I said earlier, we look forward to watching your progress. Also, go uh, go follow Brittany Savage at the Brittany Savage. She's actually going to be performing at Blow, B L O W, on October 11th. As we mentioned earlier, she's actually going down to I think FCW. Yeah, she's going down to FCW for a tryout match. So best of luck to her. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm just going to call these guys out. Last week, yeah. they said, uh, you know, they said uh, my little match of the week thing is not going to be as good as uh, when they do it, but. They liked it after we after we listened to it. So now it's time for... We, we, we still do it. Chris's Match of the Week. Chris's Match of the Week. No, you don't have to because you just you did it on that thing. Oh, I was just yeah, thinking. I was just no, like, who called them? I'm saying, I was like, just thinking, like, who still. called us out? I was trying to think. No, who you get fucking nerve to call our podcast out? No, you guys. <laughs> I'll fucking break your skull. <laughs> yeah, no, they called... Uh, you guys called me out. No, it's not going to be as good as us doing it. No, it's not going to be as good. And then Brandon but laughed. Like Brandon laughed hysterically, and it was like, "Oh yeah, oh that's really good. I like that a lot." But anyway, Chris's match of the week this week is the suicidal six-way from PWS Saved by the Ring Bell, Starman, Lucifer, Darkside, Apollyon, the Dynamic Sensation, AR Fox. Am I missing somebody? Was that five? Rich, Rich Swan and Rich Swan. Yeah, awesome. Out of this c- control match, that'll be on our Facebook page on Thursday. Why do we post it on Thursdays? I don't know, just the day of the week. Okay. Thursdays. You know. <laughs> Get people to go to the Facebook page on a random day because you know they're not going to what the to the TNA Impact Facebook page. Yeah, right. Shit. People regardless, so people should buy One. this event on iPay-per-view. Yeah, it's on demand pro wrestling syndicate live. You know, we'll put the uh as I said, we'll put the suicidal six away up there. But Brandon, who are you shouting out? Hello there, this is Randy Newman, and I'm telling you. You've got some shout-outs from Brandon. Number one, Randy Newman got shafted last week, so I'm just going to give him this shout-out. 
number two, Jay Silva was going to get the shout-out for recording the bumper for my shout-outs behind my back and getting it on the air. But uh, Wednesday night, Dave and I went and saw Judah Friedlander, and he killed it, as always. What did he kill? Uh, I didn't see a murder happen. Really, you're really missing out if you don't go see him. He's not paying attention to you. Dave uh, just has a really small dick in Indy, I believe. And yeah, the last one. I guess one, he's checking me out. What was that? Nothing. Continue. The last one uh, is a goes to a fan <laughs> at Matt seven zero five show. Uh, he's one of the followers of Marking Out. I told him I'd give him a shout out for trying to get us to five thousand followers. And thank you, everyone who helps. Get us yeah. there. So March Facebook, to 5,000. Because Twitter followers are more important than people that listen to the podcast. We have no way to know who listens, though. Yeah, we, we can. If anybody's really good with WordPress, please uh, hit me up because I could use your assistance on maybe tweaking our page a little bit. That would be great. Thanks. If and, you rate us and comment on our iTunes page, we will read it on the podcast. Yeah, we will read it on the podcast. Or if you try to fake a fucking uh, marking out uh, poster and <laughs> we will just talk about you on the podcast yeah that was that was terrible and you know what you're like oh we have great fans no marking out is an expression that everybody used the guy was probably marking out over Zack Ryder winning the battle royal and that's why it was I wasn't there. gonna fucking rip him on his Facebook status I was just gonna go along with it yeah no but the, his, this guy's this guy's uh, poster that he had of Night of Champions is gonna be our uh, picture very of humorous very humorous and now let's get into it it's our Mark out moment of the week. And mark out moment of the week just goes to Sunday from last week. It was just, I think I was just marking out. Yeah, all that night day. of champions, I was marking out. Well, night of champions just in general, but like, I went to the Yankees game that day. Hiroki Corona pitched ten, six strong innings, six, 10 strikeouts, which is awesome. In the middle of the game, the Giants come back and win the game. Uh, fourth quarter, like, you know, fourth quarter giants I'd mark out over that. Uh, dude, there was a girl that was sitting in front of us at the at the Yankee game that was listening to the Giants game on a headset and was screaming at the top of her lungs, Everybody, the Giants are up! Oh, my God! I hate people like that. Then she, then she come, Then we get home, Night of Champions, Zack Ryder winning the Battle Royal going on to the thing, CM Punk coming out in Yankees, gear you know it was just it was a day just to be uh, happy the spectral envoy winning the king of trios and if anybody knows me i'm a huge ultramantis black fan my personal markout was for the zack Ryder winning the battle royal i yeah. fucking lost it yeah it was just it was a day to mark out for but wild wild mark out you know i don't think you'll you'll get i don't think you'll get as good as just marking out an entire day but and that's our show for this week, folks. You know, as we say, Facebook.com slash marking out, Twitter.com slash marking out, markingout.com. Email us at markingout1 at gmail.com. Thank you to Ring Rub Rebellion for making our theme music. Thank you to Nick Matocho for making our logo. For myself, Dave, and Brandon, we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. And have a great week. Did we wish you I don't know. Two and a half wrestlers. 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 Two and a half wrestlers.